with Mike Wicked on 1350 ESPN. to you. Glad to be here on a Friday with you, Mike Wickett. J.D. Justice is on the other side. Yes, uh, how are you, bud? I'm doing okay, thank you very much. So here's the deal. Um, there have been people who have said that I have spent far too much time spending this radio program uh, on the Green Bay Packers. Okay? Mm-hmm. I work with about four of them. I believe that. Yeah. I believe it. And so, we're going to try to stay, even though I am donning my brand new Aaron Rodgers jersey today. <laughs> wait, wait, I haven't gotten that far yet. Okay. I haven't gotten that okay. far yet. Okay, okay. Um, Sorry, it was just a itchy finger. I understand. Yeah. I get it. Yeah. <laughs> but what we're going to do is try to do an entire show where I don't go down rabbit holes... And I don't go all the way down Good and luck. spend the entire time <laughs> Good luck. Try, talking about the, uh, the Green Bay Packers. All right? That's going to be the entire goal here is to not talk about the Green Bay Packers the entire time. Any time. Can, can we make it at, at any time? Because I, I guess seriously, no, I'm looking well, at that doggone logo again this it's week. It's brand new. Do you like it? It's we were going to be live. We're having a, a, a Facebook issue. Don't know what it is, but we'll get to it. Mm-hmm. But I wanted to don this for the new Facebook, or for the video, because we go on the, the ESPN Des Moines Facebook page. Did you see what I left you in your, in your office? Okay. Real quick, before we get to that, the goal is going to be to do a whole show without going down the Packers rabbit hole. If I do go down the Aaron... Because I imagine there's nothing new in the Aaron Rodgers saga. And if I go down the Aaron Rodgers saga, people are going to be like, oh, man, it's more Aaron Rodgers. Click. That's when J.D. can unleash his new toy. It, so- <laughs> it sounds like a steroid version of the Viking horn. Oh, no. That's what on. it sounds like to me. It sounds like a steroid <laughs> version of the Viking horn. But I will do my best not to go down that that rabbit hole. Also, anyway, I have noticed that in my little cubicle, I have a Green Bay Packers flag. It's large. It's like big, you know, one of the big flags that you, you put up on your on game day or hang it from your RV or whatever. It's big. It's in my office, in my cubicle. I noticed the other day <laughs> when I came into the office and I got done with my morning show over on Laser 103, there is a picture of Randy Moss mooning me <laughs> at my desk. How long did it take you to notice it, Mike? Three days. So when, did you, like... when did you hang it? Oh, God. After the whole day of talking about Aaron Rodgers. And Which one? We've done that a lot as well, a matter it was of finally, fact. I think it was last Friday. Last I Friday? Finally, yeah, I think a week ago. I, I finally I... said, oh, God, I've had enough of this. I think I finally noticed it on Wednesday. <laughs> I, I was said, like, huh. I said, I, said uh, I think I even told uh, someone in the building, I said, I want to know how long it takes him to notice it. Because you are a man of focus. Yeah. When you're yeah. focused on things, you are focused on things and noticing I, little things sometimes. And it's like six feet up in head. the air, stuck to the wall. It's a picture of Randy Moss. It's a black and white. It's a piece of paper. It's not like mm-hmm. you 
Thank God you didn't go spend like 10 bucks on a glossy no, or anything no, like no, that. No. I thought about it, but I did see it online, and it was probably about 10 bucks if I wanted to get a big picture. I think printing out the black and white version and stick and folding the paper in half and sticking thumb it tacking it to my, my wall was a, was a good move. And then I, here's what is hard to figure out because Des Moines is so splintered with NFL fandom. Whether, you know, you, you can look at the big five... I was trying to figure out who in the office do I know anybody who's a Viking fan? And then it came back to you, and I was like, I got to talk to JD about this on Friday. <laughs> so I assume that was you. That I was do want to start with the Vikings, as a matter of fact, okay. uh, here today, because well, the biggest thing this week was the schedule is out for the NFL. Mm-hmm. And I will say this: normally, schedule releases to me are stupid. Mm. The NBA schedule release party, and I'm an NBA guy. I love the NBA. I grew up loving the NBA. But when the NBA schedule comes out, it is pointless. Other than who's playing Christmas. And I'll, I'll be 100% honest, I rarely watch the NBA on Christmas. I know a lot of people do. It's become a thing. They usually put sexy LeBron versus Steph Curry kind of matchups. But the NBA schedule release, for the most part, is dumb. Because everybody plays everybody. And you, there's way too many games. I don't know if there's way too many games, but there's just 82 of them, and it's like, I know that the Eastern Conference is going to play each other four times. This year's weird. There's 72, not 82 games. I know the West is going to play each other four times, and there's going to be some crossover. I know that every... I don't ever... I think the difference between the NFL and every other sport, for obvious reasons, because they only play once a week, you kind of plan a quarter of your year around... If, if, especially if you're in a town that has all the sports leagues. But you plan your maybe your fall around Sundays and Saturdays, sure. depending on where Iowa or Iowa State or whoever your team is. You plan With the NBA, if you live in an NBA town, let's say we're in, in uh, Oklahoma City. Closest NBA town is either Oklahoma City or Minneapolis or whatever. If you go to, if, if you're an NBA fan, usually you don't care if you're going to go to a game, who they're playing, right? No. If you're a Timberwolves fan, it doesn't matter if the Warriors or the Pistons are coming to town. You're going to go to that game. Whereas with the NFL, there's a lot. You might travel with the team. You're not usually going to watch the Timberwolves if you're in Minneapolis. You're not usually going to Oakland to go watch no. them play against Golden State or L.A. to watch them play the Lakers or Houston to watch them play the Rockets. But with the NFL... When that schedule comes out, you know how many people are like, okay, boom, boom, ooh, such and such is playing on Thanksgiving, mm-hmm. such and such is playing on Christmas, such and such is playing the, week, the day after Labor Day, right. or, that, or the day before Labor Day, I can turn that into a three-day week. The NFL is so special with its schedule release. And, and what is it that they have done to become so special? That's what I want to know. I think part of it, a lot of things. One is because you make weekends out of it. If mm-hmm. you're a Viking fan, and I don't know how, which is your favorite matchup, it's a tough schedule. We'll, we'll, we'll kind of talk about some of these games. But if you're a Viking fan, and you, let's say you've done the Chicago, Green Bay, Detroit thing. Right? right. You've done your division. Yeah. You look at some of these other matchups, these road games, you're like, let's see, I can go to Baltimore. And then you start looking at plane tickets to Baltimore. And then you start looking at stuff to do in Baltimore. Road games are so fun for road fans in the NFL. Mm -hmm. Because, again, you go, you leave Thursday, you take Friday off work, 
Maybe you leave Friday morning, you fly into town, you drive into town, you got all day Friday, all day Saturday to see the town. You do the game, maybe you come back Sunday night, maybe you, make, you come back Monday. You make a whole weekend out of it. Right. You're not doing that with the NBA. No, you're not. And, and, and like, for instance, I'm um, looking at Minnesota's schedule November. Looks like some warm weather climates. Go you've to got, L.A. on November 14th. LA, Hell yes. yeah. San Francisco. Uh, warmer the than Minnesota. Yes, warmer definitely. Than Minnesota. Definitely. <laughs> I mean, I'm not going to Pittsburgh. No. Uh, or, well, actually, Pittsburgh's coming to Minnesota this year. Uh, but I'm, you know, and then the Rams are coming. So, so, and I think, too, it's not only do you want to go to a place that's warm. Mm-hmm. You don't necessarily have to do that. But you want, you know, I, I understand it. We're up here. We're in this, this climate. Do you want to go to a place that's fun? You know, Vegas yeah. Vegas is fun regardless of the time of year. If your team happens to be playing the Raiders, Dallas is probably a fun town to go to and warm regardless of the time of year. You know, I don't know if I want to go to Cincinnati in December, but the Vikings open with Cincinnati on September 12th. That's a warm that's warm in Ohio. It's still warm in Ohio. Yeah. That's probably a cool thing to do. So the NFL schedule release is so much different than any other schedule release because you make weekends out of it. Well, Mike, you can make a baseball weekend out of it. You can, for sure. But there are 162. And let's say you're a White Sox fan, all right? You can go anywhere. I mean, you have so many opportunities to go see the White Sox play. You get three games in a weekend, but you only get these 17 games, which is super weird. I've already screwed up. Like the predictions, you know, people make predictions on every game or every team. I've already screwed up. I'm like, oh, they'll go 10 and 7 or 10 and 6. Man, how many games are they playing this year? It is 17 this year, right? It is 17 this year. So if you are like normally looking at a team and saying, they're 9 and 7, 8 and 8 good, you got to add another game. It's going to be weird. Are they 9 and 8 good? That just sounds weird. Are they 9 and 8 good? Are they 10 and 7 good? Are they. What, 11 and 6 good? That doesn't sound right. (laughs) It's going to take a few years for me to get used to that. I still think the Chargers are in San Diego. They've been the B squad in L.A. for a long time. And they're making more money as the B squad in L.A. right now, too. (laughs) Um, I I just, I I look at it, too, and I I say the same thing. It reminds me of baseball when they added the playoffs Mm -hmm. for baseball. And you're talking about a wild card team in baseball when it's still used weird. To be, yeah, it's still, still weird. weird to me. I it's love I love the wild card. I love expanded playoffs, but it is still weird to me. And that's what's going to happen in the NFL too. You've got the extra wild card now, um, which it, they had last it, year. They right? had last year because of COVID. Mm-hmm. I wish they would expand the play. I think we talked about this two weeks ago. I wish they would go back to this year's playoffs and do that for the future because then you have three wild card games on Saturday and three wild card playoff games on that Sunday. Mm-hmm. The best pregame ever, the best filler. Foot, more football is better for me. Doesn't, I don't oh, care. Absolutely. More NFL football is better. They're bringing back the London games this year. There's two of them. That's the best pregame. People will argue, do you like ESPN's? Do you like Fox's pregame? Do you like CBS's pregame? No. <laughs> the best pregame is more football. Absolutely. Because I don't need Matthew Barry and Adam Schefter on my screen for three hours talking or going to Diana Rossini or whatever her name is, and she's at Cleveland. I don't care about Baker Mayfield, unless he's on my fantasy team. Yeah. I don't care about Baker Mayfield and Odell Beckham and Kareem Hunt. I'd rather watch more football. I can, put, I can scroll through Twitter and see who the inactives are at 11 a.m. <laughs> for a noon kickoff. But the NFL schedule is, is so important from that regard. And then the NFL schedule is also super important from the, the standpoint of 
when do you play? It doesn't matter if you're a White Sox fan. Really, I mean, it does when you play the Twins, when you play the Tigers, when you play the Royals, when you play the teams in your division. Yeah, because you're you going to play them 15 times. Right, and you're going to have, and, and if you road trip, your chances are, you know, you're going to road trip to watch them play the Cardinals, the, yeah. you know, inner, inner, uh, inner squad. Inner squad games. It's not really even a thing. It's just part of the schedule now. Yeah, it's just part of the deal. It's not even the novelty anymore. No, it's it's all part of the deal. I mean, the Cubs tonight, we've got the Cubs here on 1350. The Cubs are at the Tigers. Right. Five years ago, that was like, ooh, National League team going to an American League park. How are they going to adjust? Who's the DH? Or when the Tigers come to Wrigley. Ooh, Justin Verlander sucks at hitting. (laughs) (laughs) Who cares? I mean, it doesn't matter. Now you're like, ah. Okay. Who are they playing? It, it's, it's not a novelty anymore. No. no. Not whatsoever. But with the NFL schedule, when would you rather play the Cincinnati Bengals? You're a Vikings fan. They're week one. That's when you want. Would you rather see them in week one or week 12 or week 16 or week 17? No, I, I want to get them out of the way early uh, because that's your team that could possibly knock you off. They're still a good team. Um, Burrow coming back, that's going to be a fine. Yeah. That's going to be a fun offensive squad. Can but they we'll, stop anybody? But I would rather play him on week one than when he's got eight more games under his belt and he's feeling really good about himself. Um, the flip side of that is, if you're a team like Green Bay or Chicago, and you're apt to, pl- you're you're much more adept playing in cold weather, unlike your sissy Vikings who play in a in a, uh, in a heated little dome. It's because they did it right. They did it right. Be a man. Play outside. Oh, Have you been to Lambeau break. in January? It yes. is amazing. Yes. The last time we were, uh, the Vikings won. Um, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so remember, those sissies actually beat you. But the, uh. the, 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 the placement of the games is so important in the NFL. Yeah. I mean... The NFL has made it, in the last couple of years, they have had teams load up with divisional opponents at the end of the schedule. I love it. I mean, look at the final four games for Minnesota this year. Uh, The Bears, the Rams, the Packers, the Bears. Man, that's tough. That is a a brutal final month. Right, and and the whole doggone schedule, if you look at it, very easily could be, what did you say, 10 and 7? You could be 7 and 10 with this schedule for the Vikings. You just never know. I mean, that's, and it's not that they're not that they can't beat these teams. It's just when you're playing them. Yeah. What type? You know, what kind of ER you're gonna have injuries? The you know, add another game, you could have more injuries. Um, you're playing. You're going to Lambeau Field on January second <laughs> this year. <laughs> I don't want to go there. In I mean, January? I mean, I do. Yeah, well, of course you do. <laughs> See, I wonder why that is. I mean, I would. No, don't play it. We didn't go down No, no I, I'm not, I'm not letting you. I, I'm, I'm getting it ready just in case. <laughs> um, but, but the placement of these is so important because you look, you always talk about that. Usually it's after Thanksgiving we get to that point yeah. when ESPN starts telling you who has the weakest strength of schedule, who has the strongest, who's got the hardest schedule on the way mm-hmm. out. But don't you agree, though, at the beginning of every schedule release, every team is at the top tier because they, they, you know, they look a lot better on paper, they look really great, and you're not factoring in the fact that there's injuries as the season goes along. Because, after all, the 49ers could be a team that's not as good uh, by the time Minnesota plays them in November as they were at the beginning of the season because of injuries, something could I mean, happen. That was San Francisco last year. Right. Do you remember all the injuries San yeah. Francisco? I mean, Minnesota had it. It was that There was one weekend, might have been like week three or four last year, where everybody got hurt. I remember sitting watching one of the games. I don't even, might have been, a, I don't remember who I was watching, but I remember just seeing the ticker come through. 
Bosa hurt. This guy hurt. Hurt, 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 hurt. You know, Michael Thomas got hurt the first week of the season, was never the same for the Saints. Christian McCaffrey got hurt. The Carolina Panthers season was pretty much over when McCaffrey got hurt. San Francisco had more injuries than anybody. I mean, everybody getting banged up last year. So the placement of games is always important. The placement of games for the playoffs and the placement of games because of injury, always important. The NFL schedule is out. We'll get you the five opening week games for the big five around here. The Vikings, the Bears, the Packers, the Chiefs, and the Cowboys. What an opening night matchup we are going to have. I cannot wait. I'm Mike Wickett. This is Wickett's World on 1350 ESPN. You're listening to Wicket's World on Des Moines, 1350 ESPN. Thirteen fifty ESPN. It's Wicket's World. All right, we are back. Well, I'm going to give you a little broadcast tip here, J.D. I mean, okay. you're a veteran of 20 years in this industry, right? No, yeah, it doesn't mean I know anything. Well, I'm going to give you a tip, and for those that are listening to us right now, and if you may be watching us on the ESPN Des Moines Facebook page, <laughs> uh, don't mute the microphone. That causes an issue. That will keep you from ever sending audio to your live stream, which is what we've got going on right now, live on the ESPN Des Moines Facebook page. Did we have anybody come on and say, hey, we can't hear you? Uh, no, I deleted it before we had that opportunity. Right, <laughs> so, before I could look like an idiot, I took it down. When in doubt, take it out. That was something I learned in my broadcast career. Uh, that is J.D. Justice. My name is Mike Wickett. Thanks for hanging out with us. We appreciate it. Uh, we are talking about the National Football League. The podcast of this will be available. It'll be up on all of the socials and whatnot, uh, but you can definitely check out the podcast because that first segment, if you were just listening on the radio, you heard it. It was radio brilliance. If you were waiting for us on the stream... You missed out. Oh, man. It was radio brilliance. It was gold. It, was. it really was. <laughs> <laughs> we were talking about uh, the Vikings. Schedules. We were talking about the Vikings. Well, I, I, we could continue to talk about them for a long time, but I don't want to make the same mistake that uh, you've made the past two weeks. For those that know, don't know, J.D. has a new toy now. And if sure you've been listening to this show, we're only on one day a week, uh, hoping to expand that come fall. Mm-hmm. And if you don't know... I'm a Green Bay Packers fan. In the last two weeks, we have spent, I would say, letting Aaron Rodgers dominate the conversation, kind of like Aaron Rodgers wants to. And I, I said to J.D., people have complained. We need to figure out a way for me not to talk about Aaron Rodgers for another hour. So you're welcome if you've tuned in. You're like, oh, this guy does is talk about the damn Packers. Right. So if I start going down a Packers rabbit hole, J.D. has a new toy. I love it. So. <laughs> How do I stop it? There we yeah, go. Yeah, please. <laughs> like I said, it sounds like the skull, the Viking horn, that annoying <laughs> Viking horn on steroids. Like if you just ramped that thing up, uh, that's what it sounds that like is, to me. That is my favorite warning sound that I found a few years back. And I love it. When you said, I, I need something to tell me to stop it. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, I please. got the perfect idea. Because <laughs> I get it. And there's nothing new with Aaron Rodgers to talk about other than they're talking. Right, and every NFL team seemingly is at Packer is at uh, rookie camp right now. The Packers are at rookie camp. The Vikings are at rookie camp. All the rookies are in this weekend, which is why we can't get any pundit to come I'm on trying, and talk about anybody. I'm trying to reach out to like my four Vikings guys, and then nobody's nobody has time for us, JD. It's because you talked about the Packers way too much, and they were like, "I got oh, my new jersey on." Do you like it? Yeah, it's the hooded jersey. <laughs> 
Uh, the NFL schedule, like we talked about before, all the other, I think all the other schedule release shows are lame. I don't understand. I think they're dumb. No. I think the NBA, I love the NBA, I love Major League Baseball, but to talk about, ooh, who's playing who when, when everybody plays everybody multiple times. Give me a break. It's because the NFL has done a great job of being in your face yeah. 12 months out of the year. For everything they and do, they have so found a way to market everything. I was... I mean, I was trying to talk with my wife, and she doesn't care. No. But I was think, thinking out loud the other day, J.D. I was sitting there, and I started looking at the schedule. I'm like, okay, so we got to talk about the Big Five. We got the Cowboys open at the Buccaneers. That is dripping with intrigue. The rest of the teams in the Des Moines area, Vikings and the Bengals. I mean, that's just football. I would watch that. Right. Uh, how about the uh, the Packers play mm-hmm. at the Saints? It would have been much more exciting, I think, Sunday if it was night. Rodgers versus... Breeze, but it could be Taysom Hill versus Jordan Love. Not quite as sexy right. as a previous matchup might have been. You've got um, uh, the, the Bears, Sunday Night Football at the Rams. Play that one. And then, of course, the Chiefs and Browns. What an awesome. That's a great. That's a playoff matchup, right? Yeah. I, yeah. Mean, I mean, that's that's perfect. Come I out. assume Chad Henney's not going to win the job, but the last time we saw the Chiefs and Browns, remember, Chad Henney was oh. the one that threw the pass. They picked up the first down that beat Cleveland. And I was so wanting Cleveland. I, I, I know we got a lot of Chiefs fans that listen. And I, I'm just got to tell you, I really wanted to see uh, a former Vikings coach turn that program around and take them past the Chiefs. I wanted to see him get one more step further because I would have loved to have seen what he could have done. The Chiefs are becoming a villain in this league. Yeah. They're not to the Patriots level, but the Chiefs are getting there. Because oh, they're so good, because Mahomes is so good, and Mahomes is incredibly likable, too. Yeah. Uh, but the Chiefs are so good, they're going to keep being in the AFC title game. You're going to get sick of the Kansas City Chiefs unless you're a Chiefs fan. I don't think you're alone outside of the Chiefs' kingdom. I don't think you're alone by saying you're hoping the Browns are going to win that football game. Right. Because I, mean, I too, I was, I mean, I have a bunch of friends in Kansas City. Um, we have friends that have come on this radio program from various Chiefs networks and whatnot. I really, I don't want to say I was rooting for the Browns, but I wasn't going to be sad. <laughs> I wasn't going to be sad. Well, I mean, I guess part of me wanted them to lose because I thought, well, if, if the Packers are going to get to the Super Bowl, who's going to be an easier opponent, Mahomes or anybody else? And that didn't work either. So uh, that didn't, I didn't go down the rabbit hole. You don't I'm not. To, your I'm, finger's on the trigger. Waiting. It is, because I'm just waiting for you to start going, well, but now you know. Finger is yeah. on the trigger right, right now. Right. Um, but the NFL, oh, I mean, the schedule release, I already, and I love summertime. Mm-hmm. I have learned to, you live in the Midwest. I have learned to love summer because we don't get a lot of it. Oftentimes, it's 30 degrees as it, I went to a concert, an outdoor concert in June once in Wisconsin when I lived up there, and it was 30 degrees out in June. We get a lot of that here in Iowa, too. You know, it's supposed to be rainy and crappy for most of this weekend. It could be down to the 40s at times. I love summer. But there was part of me watching the draft, looking at the schedule release. You got rookie camp this week. You want to see what the new draft, uh, the, the draftees are going to be? I was like, man... I want my fantasy draft to happen. I want football to be back. I don't want to give up on the summer. I don't want to give up on baseball season. I root for the Milwaukee Brewers. 
I want to take my kids to My parks. kids are already 10 games out. I don't care anymore. Yeah, <laughs> baseball isn't real until Memorial Day. Well, we've had this discussion now, I know. But um, they definitely are not looking very good. <laughs> <laughs> but as of right now, it's not a good sign for the Twins. But, man, it was great to get the schedule out and to just start talking. Because you can run through every single game, and there's at least two storylines where the average football fan is going to be jacked up for it. Like, oh, yeah. Cowboys, Buccaneers. First of all, Tampa defending champs coming back. Are they going to be able to run it back like they did? Is everybody going to stay healthy for the most part? Brady, does he continue? Gronk, Antonio Brown's back. Have defenders figured some things out after watching film that they can shut down on Brady? I doubt it. I I doubt it. I I doubt it either. I mean, just think of what they have. They're bringing 22 starters back. That's never happened. No. They're bringing 20. And then the Cowboys, is Dak going to be... What healthy. If, yeah. da- if Dak's healthy, can they can who, they throw the ball all over Tampa by the Bay? Way, if Dak is not healthy, game one, week one, who is their backup? Do you know? I, I don't even know who their backup is. I was just talking to a huge Cowboy fans about. He asked me about that. Well, the Red Rockets Dakota. now up in Chicago. Yeah, Dakota was asking me about it, and I, I said, Dak, I don't know, man. Uh, and and uh, let me look this up. Ben DiNucci. Oh, there you go. Ben, winner. He played last year. I feel like. I think he did. Garrett Gilbert. God, they're in trouble. And Cooper Rush. You better hope Dak Prescott comes back. I mean, every team kind of says that about their star when they have one. But uh, oh, if Dak man. is back, I mean, that, I mean those storylines just, they, they write themselves. Eagles, Falcons, it's mm-hmm. no longer Carson Wentz's team whatsoever. New head coach down there in Atlanta. Do they, you think that they... I don't think Julio's going to be on Atlanta come June 1st. The rumor had it that he was uh, interested in going to the Vikings. I don't think so. You know where he's going to wind up, right? If you hold that shirt up one more time. <laughs> I'm telling you. I'm bringing my trade, doggone Moss Moon picture in Trade here. Jordan Love to Atlanta. Figure out salaries and get Julio into Green Bay. Trade Jordan Love to the Atlanta Falcons. Give him a... Okay. Steelers, Bills. Does Big Ben have anything left? I mean, the last time we saw him, he threw five picks, but threw for 499 yards in that playoff loss. And the Bills, is it finally their year? I mean, they got beat pretty handily by Kansas City in that AFC championship game. I think they were exposed a little bit. But this is the ascension. You know, you don't just go from being a doormat for the last two decades, post-Jim Kelly, to, boom, we're better than the Chiefs. So is this time for... I think this is going to be an incredible watch. Is Josh Allen ready to challenge Mahomes in the AFC. Can I tell you something? Yeah. Um, Stefan Diggs. Tremendous. Absolutely. Why does he keep bashing Minnesota? You are traded. You are <laughs> What did gone. he say? Oh, he just... Did he, he say something yeah, lately? He, just, he had a tweet here about a week ago. That, and, <laughs> and actually, somebody finally answered a tweet. One of the media pundits up there finally said, okay, and went after him a little bit. Because it's like, dude... You're gone from Minnesota. What is your problem? We don't get it. You know, and, and was Minnesota that bad? What did no. he say? I love to know. I, I look it up because it, it happened, but it just keeps coming up in their press that, ooh, Stefan Diggs had this to say about playing for the Vikings. <laughs> it's like, well, well, you're, with, you're with apparently the next coming of Pat Mahomes and Josh Allen. Sure. You know, I mean, what do you care anymore? The headline on this article is, Stefan Diggs sends tweet, Vikings fans lose mind. 
<laughs> and apparently that's why he does it. I think um, he does it because he gets us mad. I don't so, know. Let's see so let's if the Bills, uh, if the Buffalo Bills lose a lot this year, I would love to see how long they're going to love Stefan Diggs because he did the same thing in Minnesota. Things didn't quite work you out. You are bitter. Oh, no. I, you I, yeah. are bitter, no, my I will friend. tell you, I, I'm happy because we got J.J. out of the deal. Justin Jefferson, obviously going to be stud. a player. Stud. stud. Absolute okay. stud. Going to terrorize the North. Absolutely. Okay, but wouldn't it have been great if you could have had J.J. and Stefan Diggs? But no, Diggsy had to be the way he is. Mm-hmm. And he's going to do it to Buffalo. You wait, because <laughs> it's great. not... This is not. <laughs> this is not. This is awesome. A big market team that he's at. Okay. Bills. <laughs> Bills GM Brandon Bean, on not having a fourth round pick in the draft a couple weeks ago, he says, "quote I'm finally done paying for Stephon Diggs, because that was part of the deal to get Diggs <laughs> to Buffalo." So Diggs retweets it and said, "If it wasn't for Bean, the GM, if it wasn't for Bean, my ass would still be in the soda." Me and him forever locked in, and then a couple of heart mm. emojis. And that's and that, that was sets another Vikings tweet. Fans off? Oh, of course it does. I know. It's like, dude, you were with a great organization. What are you talking about? When was he with about? a great organization? He was. Don't even start. Vikings Bengals does have some intrigue. Is Burrow back? Can he play? I would rather play that guy, like I said earlier, in Week One. Yeah. Coming off the week, injury. Yes. Yeah. Then in week five, six, or seven, or later in the season. Vikings are a three-point favorite right now if you want to bet on this game in, what is it, May 14th. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, Niners-Lions, Jared Goff getting the reins. San Francisco, nobody knows who their quarterback is going to be. Is it going to be Trey Lance? Is it going to be Jimmy Garoppolo? Is San Francisco going to reascend to where they were two years ago when they lost in the Super Bowl after their horrendously injury-filled season Last year, Cardinals are at the Titans. That's J.J. Watt's new squad. Right. Uh, is Tennessee, I know they lost one of their wide receivers who went on to free agency, but are they going to be able to come back? Will they get back to an AFC title game? And what's King Henry going to do? Eventually, we talk about Brady. Derrick Henry is taking a pounding. He keeps being the rushing king, but is Derrick Henry going to continue to be the monster that he is? Well, just when you dot him, he'll probably pull an Adrian Peterson type and have another like a 2,000-yard season or something. He's He's a monster. He's a monster. I think I read... He's got armor on him. I think the stat I read was he's the first player in NFL history to have three straight seasons with a 70-yard touchdown run. Unbelievable. I mean, how often do you get a 70-yard touchdown run in the NFL? Not very often. And he's had one each of the last three years. It's crazy. We'll talk more about the National Football League and... Apparently, Tom Brady's dad is out pissing the world off. We'll get to that next. Phone lines are open. 515-244-1350. This is Wicket's World on 1350 ESPN. Thirteen fifty ESPN Wicket's World. I'm Mike Wicket's on Twitter at Mike Wicket. Two T's. That is JD Justice. We are streaming on One the ESPN Des, Moines, <laughs> ESPN Des Moines Facebook page. Follow us on Twitter at ESPN DSM. And literally just talking about the National Football League right now because there is so much intrigue coming out of the schedule, which got released earlier this week. And we were kind of uh, going through week one. But one of the big stories is Tom Brady's dad. 
And I don't know why Tom Brady's dad... He's bu- he bugged me even during the Super Bowl. He just had that pompous, I'm bragging up my son type thing going on, which I don't blame him, I guess. He's won seven Super Bowls, right? right? Like, uh, right. But you it's know. like, yeah, hey, yeah, my, <laughs> yeah, hey, look over there. Hey, everybody, that's my boy. Hey. Um, I would brag about my son, too. I, I'd be oh, pointing I so, I'm jealous, okay? He went on a radio program as Tom in California. All right. In Boston, he goes on uh, the Zolak and Bertrand show on 98.5 The Hub. In, uh, That's a big in show up there. Massive. Mm-hmm. And he basically says, I saw the schedule come out last night, and I started salivating when I saw that we, he's a Buccaneers guy now, we play the Patriots in the fourth game of the season. And then he goes on to say, we're coming up here to make our record 4-0 and after the fourth game, so pretty fun time. It's a game we've got to root against nobody. We get to root for the Patriots, but our most favorite team of the Buccaneers. And he said, we expect to beat the Patriots handily, frankly. Good for you, Dad. Good for you. I'm sure somebody out there is going to be like, man, Tom Brady's dad. Do you remember? Talking off at the mouth. Do you remember when Giselle made a comment after the Super Bowl one year that, uh, that they lost, the Patriots lost? And, you know, do you remember... Tom had to go home that night and sit her down probably and say, look, honey, I love you very much, but, but sh- shut up. <laughs> Just shut up. You don't suppose Big Tom got a call from, well, quote-unquote, no. little Tom. No. And said... He didn't say anything wrong. Dad, 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 don't give the Patriots bulletin board material. Shut up. I actually don't think Brady cares about bulletin board material. I don't. I also Unless think, it's on his bulletin board. Well, if you say something about Tom, he takes offense. Which but, he should. But I will tell you, I don't think the game's going to be close either. Have you seen New England? I mean, I know they added two tight ends, Hunter, Hunter uh, Henry, and they added Johnny Smith. That's great. This is where I want to see Bill Belichick's defensive genius. Right? Don't you want to... You want the genius to come out. And I run a room for the Patriots. I don't like the Patriots at all. But I kind of want the Patriots to beat Brady. I do, too. I <laughs> right? Right. Yes. You are so speaking the truth. And we're not the only one. Because, I mean, but does Cam Newton quarterback the Patriots to a victory? No, I think Cam sucks. Hmm. I, don't, I don't think Mac Jones is any good either. Not since he was hanging his lip after the Super Bowl loss. Um, I mean, I thought Cam, I mean, maybe in year two, Cam gets better. Last year, Cam got hurt. He had COVID. He had to miss a lot of the year. Hmm. I can make every excuse. But Cam can't throw. I mean, I'm watching some of these throws Cam Newton was making last year, and he didn't have great wide receivers. I think we all know that. Julian Edelman got hurt. He was thrown to Nikhil Harry or Nikhil Henry. I don't know his last name. That tells you how good he is. Right. You know, there, there wasn't a lot of talent on that, or, on that roster. So does Mac Jones. Is he the guy that's playing by that time? No, he'll four. get eaten alive. I think Mac Jones is going to be terrible. I think Mac Jones is an absolute bust. He's overrated. Uh, but that's a week four game. Week four is interesting. Rebuild people. There's so many things that could happen from week four. There were teams that went into the playoffs that weren't looking very good in week four. The Thursday game is the most Thursday matchup in the history of the NFL. It is the Jaguars and Bengals. Yes, that's a Thursday night game. If I've ever heard one, that is a Thursday night. Like that is the only thing more Jaguars and Bengals than playing on a Thursday night is if they put them in London. The game that, you know, nobody cares about. 
there, they, there must be something else on another network that is totally big at that time that they went, oh, we'll just put that game there. Jaguars, Bengals, going opposite, oh, American Idol. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or whatever people are... American Idol beats NFL football is, isn't for the there, first time. Isn't there a Masked Singer episode on? <laughs> yeah, let's put the Jaguars and the Bengals over there with that one. <laughs> but then the rest of the day is awesome, actually. I mean, every, here's the thing about the NFL, man. There's only one or two weeks a year where, the, where you look at the slate, because guys, teams have gotten hurt, guys are banged up, teams are one in five, and it's like, I don't really care about, like... The Falcons last year are the prime example. Right. Falcons had a lot of intrigue with Matt Ryan and Julio Jones and Calvin Ridley. And for the first half of the year, fantasy owners, you know that Todd Gurley was actually really an effective running back for the first half of the year. But once they kept losing those games, the fashion they were losing all of those games... You didn't really want to see the Falcons on your TV anymore. And by week six, you're like, ah. Oh. Falcons and Redskins, or Falcons and Washington football team. I don't really care about watching that one. Yeah, we talked about that early season schedule where Mm. you have those teams that go, oh, I don't want to play that team right now, or I don't want to play. But like you said, the schedule goes on. Once you get beat down and you're one in six and you lose all three games in a row by a field goal or a turnover later, the way Atlanta lost last year where they were giving up 12 and 15-point leads in the second half, by the time you get to October... You don't really want to watch that team anymore. So usually the NFL has nothing but games that are intriguing. There's always one week, though. One week. Week four is not it because you have that terrible game on Thursday, which I will still watch. Of course. It's football. Chiefs are at the Eagles early that day. The Packers are hosting the Steelers late that day. And then at night, Bucks patriots That's at, at Foxborough or a, Gillette Stadium or whatever it is. You know, that's, that is a great day for football. That's awesome. I can't wait, man. And again, I know. Summertime is wonderful. America's pastime. Cracker Jacks and take me out to the ball game. But I am ready for my fantasy draft. I, I, I'm going to ready to donate money to sure. whoever's going to win my your, fantasy league. Who is your dream quarterback right now that you would love to have on Patrick your Patrick Mahomes. Team? Easy. Running back. Christian McCaffrey, if he's healthy. Wide receiver. I know um, it's a tough one because there's multiple you can choose from. DeAndre Hopkins? Sure. Sure. A year ago, I would have said Michael Thomas, but I drafted him in the first round in two years. He doesn't years have anybody to throw the ball He doesn't to have anybody to th- Drew Brees made a career out of throwing him these seven-yard curls. Oh, here's another question. How long until Drew Brees comes out of retirement He's not. to play for another no, team? No, 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 no. He's too beat up. Well, we he thought the same thing about, too we beat thought up. the same thing about Favre when no, he came out. Favre, but Favre was... It, he, A, was not as old as Breeze is right now when he retired and unretired and retired and unretired and retired and unretired. And there was still, most people believed that Favre was still going to come back each of those three seasons that he held the team hostage. Mm. So I, and I, there is no scenario that I see Drew Breeze coming back. Which Even means if somebody loses a quarterback that, with a team that he has really good it has a really good offense and defense and has a shot to go deep into the playoffs. I think he's done, man. I just feel like you watched Drew Brees last year, and he was okay. He wasn't great, mm-hmm. but he just got beat up so bad. I mean, there was one point, didn't he have like 11 broken ribs? Yeah, it was pretty bad. He you did know, pretty bad. 11 broken ribs, the back, the feet, the ankles, the hands. How old is Brees? 43? Is he that old? I'm going to make sure. He's not that old. He's not as old as Brady. 
He's like a year or two behind Brady, I thought. 42. He's so he was 42. Years. He was 41 last year. Yeah, he's I just feel like that guy took such a pounding last year. I mean, he missed part of the, the season yeah. with those broken ribs and a punctured this. And I'm just... No, I don't want to see him come back. He's done. You get to that point, too, where it's like, you know, next time they could, you know, they could kill me back there. Is he on TV yet? I was waiting for that to happen. Do we know? Is he doing any TV yet? Do we know? That's a good question. Think about that. Looks like he's going to join Sunday Night Football. I'm all right with that. Sure. Perfect. But I don't understand. And I don't know where they're going to put him. Is he going to be with Rodney Harrison and Mike Tirico or whoever? I just sometimes I feel like these shows and adding Breeze. I mean, Breeze is a Hall of Famer. He knows more about football than most people who have ever watched it. Mm-hmm. But it's like, do you ever watch these shows and do you think, boy, there's a lot of people on TV. There really is. Those CBS show is the one and the Fox show are the ones that stick out where you're watching. You got, you got JB, you got Howie, you got Terry. They bring in Tony Gonzalez. They had Randy Moss. They had, there's just so many guys. I'm probably crossing over guys on ESPN and CBS and Fox. Well, JB used to be in charge uh, on Fox. He yeah. was the guy for the longest time. Oh, and time. now it's Pat McAfee or Pat yeah, Menifee. Yeah, yeah. Menifee. Menifee yeah. is over there. I, it, um, it, it's too much almost. I still, love, I still love the legendary guys. I still love Bradshaw. I still love see, Howie. I, see, um, if it was just Menifee, Howie, Howie, Jimmy Johnson and Terry Bradshaw, I'd be fine. Mm-hmm. But they add four and five other people. Then they go to their insider, Jay Glazer. Then they got a weather person. Who's a UFC then they, guy? Then they got Rob Riggle. Yeah, well, you know, like, the comedian guy is the one that always gets me every year. I'm like, what the? Can we not have this? Well, it's a great element to the show. No, your guys are better elements to the show. You but can there's, tell. Too many, there's just too many of them. Right, and you can tell that when they send it back to the guys at the studio, they're sitting there scratching their head going, boy, that guy really wasn't that funny, Man, but we're laughing. We, we really we have to. We could have done this without him. <laughs> like Rob Riggle. And, and when they do the Thursday night and then they send the guys outside, mm-hmm. you know, they're in New York or whatever, and they send them outside, it's like, come on, man, just... Just, I don't need all of that. I know, and, and again, you and I are going to watch football no matter what. Right. They're trying to hook in people who aren't going to watch football no matter what. And right. that is why they have Rob Riggle. <laughs> that is why they have all these other elements. But that's also partially why when you watch from the college football side, that's why ESPN's College Game Day has all those stories and not just the guys on the stage, the best pregame show in football, they're not just there for, you know, three hours straight. They have all the tear-at-your-heartstrings kind of stories. They have all the goofy stuff. They bring in the celebrity picker. They do all of that stuff because you and I are going to watch no matter what, but you and I could watch that show. That show could be an hour. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and they have right. three hours to fill, and I soak it all up. Like, I love... The college game day show. It is I'm, the best I'm pregame. Hot wings by nine thirty in the morning. You're good. I'm I'm ready to rock. Yeah. And actually, they don't start it soon enough for me. Um, you want more? <laughs> no, I, I do. I mean, like I said, if they make it very good, I don't mind watching it. But lately, it's been getting a little ridiculous. What? Rob Riggle for me. Yeah. <laughs> is he still no. on? They've got somebody else on there. Mm. Uh, there was another guy that I loved who used to do the imitations that I thought. Let's keep getting that guy in there. Oh, uh, what's his name? Shoot, I even had a CD of his. He was, oh, man. You know, back when uh, this guy was in. Who is the com- the comedian? I know who you're talking about. Um, 
Doggone it. How about this? We'll take, go. We'll take a break. Let's take our final break. Frank Caliendo. Frank, thank Frank you. Caliendo. Thank you. Frank he Caliendo. did the John Madden, which is irrelevant now, but he did a John Madden that was spot on that actually John Madden used to hate. Oh, I know. I mean, if, if, if you... Him. He, Frank Caliendo's hilarious. <laughs> if you're into impressions, that, that's your guy right there. Right. All right, final segment coming up. I read something about Iowa State coming out of the spring to tell you about next. Follow us on Twitter at ESPN DSM. This is Wicket's World on Des Moines, 1350 ESPN. ESPN. Don't forget Cubs baseball coming up tonight. Uh, 5.35 for the pregame game one for the Cubs at the Detroit Tigers. And then the first pitch shortly after 6 here on 13.50 ESPN. All three games you can hear uh, this weekend on 13.50. Weather permitting. And I know that the Iowa Cubs you can hear on our sister station, Hope 940 AM. All of those games. They get, here's what I love about minor league baseball. They're playing a six-game series. <laughs> With, Against with the St. Paul Saints. They just got done with the six-gamer downtown here in Des Moines against Indianapolis. And now they have a six-gamer, obviously for COVID traveling protocols and whatnot. But you all right? Yep. I was just had like a little sit? bit of a lower backache right, there. I'll bring your, I'll bring your camera. Okay. All right, cool. camera down. That way you can sit. Yeah. yeah. I had like uh, my lower back was starting to give me that old man signal. I understand. You don't have to stand, yeah. man. All right. You don't have to stand whatsoever. Go. You know, we're talking a lot about football today. Um and for good reason, because we love football. And the NFL has become a year-round league. And with the draft taking center stage a couple weeks ago and with the, uh, the, the schedule release a few days ago, people are just constantly talking about the NFL. Your Twitter feed, your Facebook feed is going to be all pictures and reports from rookie camp about the guys who were drafted. Since we are, since we are talking about this. Yeah. Okay. And we're about to talk about Iowa State. Yes. All right, which is fantastic. I'm going to throw this out there because it was just officially announced yesterday. And we are a minor league affiliate to the Minnesota Timberwolves. What do you think of A-Rod being named as the owner of the Minnesota Timberwolves? Does that bring something better to that team? Or is he just going to move them? Who's the owner? Alex Rodriguez. Right well, now, the, right the, now the, current owner. the current owner is Glenn Taylor. I know Glenn guy. Taylor rescued the team 30 years ago mm-hmm. from moving to New Orleans. That, that's where the Timberwolves were supposed to move 20, what, back in 1992 or 93. Yeah. And I like Minnesota having an NBA team. That just seems like an NBA town. I know it's a Viking town first. I understand that. Well, the Lakers were there originally it's, and won national titles. And it would suck to lose a team twice. Yes. It would it would it would be rough for the for Minnesota to lose a team two times. Um, I don't know what to make of Alex Rodriguez as an owner. I, I think Alex Rodriguez when when I say a Rod, or when someone says a Rod to me, I think a phony and a cheat. Mm-hmm. I don't love him on TV. He comes across as fake, like he's try. From what I hear, like. The morning show here on this station, uh, Zubon, Jay Will, and, and Keyshawn, I feel the same way about Jason Williams or Jay Williams. Mm-hmm. 
He just sometimes sounds like he's trying to impress you with what he has to say. Sure. And when I watch a Sunday night baseball broadcast or anything with A-Rod, it almost feels like arrogance is oozing out of my television. Like, I hit 600 home runs. Boom, boom, boom. Here's my eight-second soundbite. What do you think? That's the way I feel about Alex Rodriguez. I don't know how A-Rod is as a businessman. I don't know how A-Rod is as a guy who can run an organization. I also don't know how much Alex Rodriguez is going to have his hand in the organization. They're going to hire somebody to do a lot of that stuff. He's right? going is to be the face? face. He's a face. Is he a face? Yes. And he might obviously be the guy who brings the hammer when they want to well, make a change. It's A-Rod did this. Well, I think, too, one thing is if you're trying to woo a free agent and you have some old dude who's your GM or your owner. Right. Who or you, people or, have tried to stay away from for 30 years. Or you have... Alex Rodriguez bringing in Jennifer Lopez or bringing in his other rich buddies or whatever to woo a free agent to make it feel like, because it, it's, it's flyover country. It's yeah. kind of like what the Milwaukee Bucks are doing. They're trying to transform that town into being more metropolitan, much more like Chicago, and everybody's trying to be like New York. Mm-hmm. Minneapolis, great city, great downtown. I love downtown Minneapolis. And they're not a flyover town. They're a major hub. They are, but still, it's the Midwest. It's not Chicago in the Midwest. It's the next tier of yes. Midwest city. It's on par with St. Louis, sure. you know, in terms of size and, and, and a trail that. But I love Minneapolis. Don't get me wrong. But I feel like A-Rod is trying to come in and do something similar to what they're trying to do in Milwaukee and some of these other towns and say, hey, it's cool here, too. Rich people live here, too. Celebrities can have fun here, too. We have clubs here, too. And that's what I think A-Rod. I think A-Rod's the sizzle. Mm-hmm. A-Rod's not the stake. The other guy, the real estate developer, whatever his name he's is. He's the dude. He's the guy, I imagine, putting in more of the money. Mm-hmm. I don't know. <laughs> but he's the guy that is really going to have an impact in terms of the business plan. Unless I'm way off on A-Rod. I could be completely off on A-Rod, maybe much more business savvy than I ever thought. Right. And I completely got you off of Iowa State. Because That's we're okay. Because out of time. <laughs> I feel bad, but at least we didn't go down the rabbit hole where I had to play the alarm. Yeah, I don't think I talked too much about the Packers, who signed Blake Bortles. I mean, they, you know, if if, if Aaron Rodgers is no longer one of the Green Bay Packers, and there's now a rumor that uh, it's, you know, by June 1st, he's going to wind up being traded to the Denver Broncos. That's how we're going to end the show. That's how we're going to end the show. Uh, I'm going to try to podcast the Iowa State Thoughts. Over the weekend at ESPN Des Moines' Facebook page and at ESPNDesMoines.com. Because now I have, what, 30 seconds? Something along those uh, lines? Oh, yeah, about two or five, somewhere in there. How, not, how <laughs> about much time? Five, to... About five seconds. That's it? Yeah, we can wrap it up. All right. Have a good weekend. We're out. <laughs> <laughs> See ya.